0: Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is a Correlation Sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes, they come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important.
1: Scoopy Dooby. Yes. No.
2: Scooby doop. Poopy. Scooby dooby.
1: Yabba dabba da da, dabba dooby. Scooby. Ooh. ooh, ooh.
2: Is this what we're talking about? Poop (laughs) and scooping?
1: Yes. 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 Scooby dooby. When are you going to
2: give me my Christmas present?
1: What? I gave you one. Oh. The
2: special one.
1: Okay. I got to say something.
2: Oh, great.
1: We're doing a testing on hopefully the best sounding audio quality that this podcast has ever had. Because we got a Scarlet. Sexy Scarlet. She has won a sexy box.
2: Not sexier than my box?
1: Well, no, no, no. Of course not. That's right. Yeah, you bought Scarlet for me. No,
2: my box. My box
1: is sexy. Oh, yeah, it's more sexy than that box. And
2: it's blue.
1: Yes. Well, she is red.
2: Yes, I guess.
1: Yes, you guess. So there's that. Now, I know this is like after Christmas, but I got you a little gift. We had to open it up, you know, later. Because We're
2: supposed to open it in front of everyone.
1: No, not this.
2: Not this, huh? You got me some bubble wrap.
1: Yeah. Thanks. I also got you something else.
2: <sighs> Ooh! Oh! I'm yeah. gonna wear this now.
1: Yeah, you're gonna wear the blindfold.
2: Yes, it smells like China. Oh no. <laughs> oh, are these ankle restraints or wrist wrists?
1: Wrist and ankle restraints. Oh, away. Yeah. Oh. oh put your wrists.
2: No, that's for my neck.
1: No, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, it's for it all.
2: Oh, uh. <laughs> I think it's just for your wrist
1: and your neck. Or you could put both your ankles in the neck hole.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. you could be hogtied.
2: You can hog-tie
1: me. Yeah, baby.
2: Oh, that's exciting. Oh, and you could take them off too.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa.
2: It's exciting. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, me too. She's kind of let down to find out you got me such an awesome gift. (laughs) And I only got you, uh, like, four things.
2: Shut up. Don't tell everybody. What? Tell everybody what you got me.
1: I can't tell them about your radio powered butt plug.
2: Well, that's fine. Not about the other super secret stuff.
1: Vibrates to the tunes of airwaves. You know, smoke on the water from Deep Purple comes on. Boop, 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 boop,
2: boop,
1: boop, 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 Oh! you put to, it on. I'm trying
2: to put on my gifts.
0: Oh, whoa.
1: You look ready.
2: Do I look pretty?
1: Yes. You always do honey buns, regardless of whether you know whether or not you have restraints on or a mask, you still look the same underneath all that.
2: <laughs>
1: oh don't don't pass out.
2: <laughs> I'll be okay, I promise.
1: Okay. Now, I got the present I gave myself. Oh, you guys are lucky I did. I guess it's kind of a present for you guys, too. The works of Thomas Sydenham M.D. Ooh. The classics of a medicine library. Why are you taking it off?
2: I'm just taking the wrist restraints off. I'm going to leave the collar on. We can use this when we're done. I'm, I'm already ready.
1: So I didn't read any mention about the epilepsy on our timeline source, Washington.edu, but on the works of Thomas Seatonham, we have epilepsy. Ooh, in the appendix. Ooh, epilepsy in the appendix. Epilepsy in the appendix. No, this is appendix C of the book. My uh,
2: my thoughts are somewhere else. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I told you not to put it off.
2: You <laughs> shouldn't have opened this right now.
1: Yeah. Now all you're gonna do is think about hey, you know what we can take a break real quick to stop this. That uh, was
2: that was so worth let it. Let me
1: go get us some nicotine. I'm,
2: I'm glad we took a break.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, that was
2: Thanks, babe.
1: my god. Oh, that's what I needed. Yeah, me too. You know, it's good when you can work up a sweat in winter time.
2: Yeah, lots of other things that get worked up too.
1: Oh, in doubt.
2: The excitement.
1: Lots of excitement.
2: The thrill. The orgasms.
1: So this is reading time. Oh, sorry, honey. I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. It is?
2: Yes, I'm young.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm just a woman. Yeah, we're perfectly fine now. So, Ford, if you're listening to this, just know, oogity-boogity-boo.
2: He just fucked your mom.
1: I did. And, COVID says fuck you. You still being a bad mommy to COVID.
2: Yeah. COVID's pretty pissed off.
1: Yeah. He lost his voice. He was so mad he started yelling. Crying. His eyes almost came off. I mean, out. Yeah, his eyes almost came out.
2: It's really sad to see my grandson like that.
1: Yeah. Ford, stop being a bad mom.
2: Get your pussy ass over here.
1: This is all your fault.
2: You fucking pussy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you didn't get COVID from being here the, two times before. Anywho, let's talk about... The epilepsy perorum, perorum, yeah, perorum, okay. is more common to children than any disease whatsoever. (In parentheses, the smallpox and measles excepted.) (In parentheses, comma.) So it is more dangerous than those in all others. (Semicolon.) For according to the most modest computation, as many die. Thereof as escape, comma, and it is too well known that all the children of some families, comma, as fast as they are born, comma, die thereof in some time or other of their infancy, period. Period? Yeah. Maybe I should stop saying the punctuation, huh?
2: Yeah, I think so. Just use your voice.
1: That's not what I
2: meant. Like, fluctuate your voice, you know. Use your emotions to read the story or the book. Tap
1: into my inner feminine energy. Yes. Oh no. Sometimes it comes without any parenchyma at all. Suddenly distorting the mouth and eyes. In causing their
0: face to look
1: black, comma, in compelling. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> that's enough.
2: That's enough emotion, sweetie. Oh. You, you just meet your monotone, angry self, okay? Just just be yourself. You're sure? Yeah, I, I, think, I think we tried.
1: And we failed.
2: And it's just not working out. It's not that we failed. Really? It's just... Which not working.
1: Wait, wait. We can try again.
2: Okay, let's. Okay, let me try again.
1: Okay. Because <laughs> the several artists at other times there is first a presence and Octoproximus proximus by drawing up the fingers together. <laughs> mm. Oh
2: course, he sounds so sexy.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. Okay, let me go back to me. Okay. Up the fingers to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a good spot. That's
1: <laughs> my favorite spot. Yeah. Up the finger goes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Together, as one, that wrings his feet, and by a certain. <laughs> yes, you got something to say.
2: I love your voice, sweetie. It's so sexy.
1: Yes, yes, it is. You want me to continue about the ringing of feet?
2: Yes, I want to hear the fingers show up.
1: Okay. And by a certain steadiness in the ball of the eye, so that it moves not up and down, as the ordinary state of health, which symptoms are succeeded with the other before mentioned. The fits continue, sometimes longer and sometimes shorter. And sometimes they invade at no constant time, coming and going irregularly. Ooh. But at other times they absorb a regular motion, Ooh, like a choo train. As coming once in 24 hours, and sometimes every third and fourth hour, Or at other times one fit comes on as fast as the other is gone. Especially when the infant is almost worn out with that which is common to them or when there is any distance between them. That as soon as the fit is off they fall asleep and continue very drowsy and sometimes do wake into another fit.
2: Do you know what my favorite thing about you is? Oh, when you do that, when you go, oh.
1: when I go, oh, oh, oh. Yeah,
2: yeah, but the one you did naturally when you were reading was, there's something about it. Oh, no, not that, not that emotion. Which one? Oh, yeah, that's a good
1: one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did you pay any attention to what I was saying?
2: (laughs) No, I was listening to how you read it. (laughs) Yeah? Kind of, I heard there was a baby. I thought that was weird that we're talking about sticking fingers places about a baby. And then the eyes.
1: (laughs) We're talking about observations made with babies who have epilepsy.
2: Okay, God said, and their eyes their eyes up and down and uh, all around and up and out and
1: their, <laughs> their parents trained them well, not Gadwar. Okay. They know how to shake themselves now.
2: Yeah, yeah. They do baby shaking and send your mom by themselves. Yeah. Or shaking baby syndrome. Not well,
1: I mean, once you start to shake and uh, baby starts to get used to shaking. And then they'll sit, you know, and then epilepsy will epilepsy. Yeah, comes br- out.
2: it bruises your brain and then they're just like.
1: All the time. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Probably not. Like we're going to say probably.
2: 20% of the time?
1: Yeah, we're going to make up some number. Sounds good. Yeah, five times six times. Of two percent, yeah.
2: You like the book?
1: Yes, I do. It's fancy. It's got leather bound and it was cheap. It was like 15 bucks. It is a very nice book. Oh, yeah. It's like leather bound or something. Full leather, maybe. Probably. Leather, plather Polyester leather book. Yes, that's what we want. It smells like an old library, which is my favorite part. And yes, I have had coffee twice, and I can still smell my book.
2: That's that's like a real book, guys. Okay.
1: Yeah, it is very real.
2: He can smell his literal book. I mean, it's not a yeah, metaphor.
1: Yeah, not my meta- my metaphorical book. Which one is that?
2: No, I said You're it's not my... a metaphor oh. for anything else.
1: Okay. You sure you don't want to bound my book?
2: Oh, I want to bound something. You want something. to sniff my
1: book's pages?
2: I'm going to tie you up,
3: too.
1: Whoa. Hey. Okay. We got to find a safe word. I like Snuffleupagus.
2: Snuffleupagus?
1: Snuffleupagus. Okay. That, that sounds like stop in another language, you know.
2: I'll snuff you out.
1: Yes. What? Nothing. Okay, let's go back to the book, huh?
2: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: The one in the same thing seems to me to be the general cause of convulsions which happen to children. Vis-a-vis the perturbation and shatteredness of the cistensis of animal spirits. Ooh. Yet this shatteredness is brought on from several occasions, the chiefest of which I shall here mention, because from these are to be denominated the several species, the several species of epilepsies in infants. First, there is an epilepsy, which though more rarely happening, doth invade during the first month they are born. This happens to infants that are more than ordinarily weak and that are of a less firm habit of body than usual and that are not born of healthy parents who use labor and converse in good air for in these through too excessive softness to which also weakness is joined. The sustasis of animal spirits is easily dissipated. And upon their dissipation, they huddle up upon the origin of the nerves in the brain in infants, being not strong enough to resist the impetus of the spirits in motion, in the orgasms of them. Ooh. The orgasms of... Okay, he's talking about animal spirits invading an infant and having... <laughs> That's an orcasmus with him.
2: That's not strange at all.
1: All right, Thomas Sevendenham. <laughs> you fucking weird motherfucker. If he only knew what it sounds like today, Ugh. yeah, it's kind of like back in his time saying ejaculated could just mean someone stood up violently or yeah he i ejaculates. I understand. Yeah, I ejaculate all the time. Oh, yes. Mm. You get me mad and I'll ejaculate all Mm. over the place.
2: I didn't know that was that an anger.
1: It's an orgasmus of animal spirits within my body. Yes. My ejaculation.
2: Yeah, you're, yeah. mm -hmm. Fits. Lots and lots of... Raging animal spirits all over my back, my ass, and my raging stomach, and my face, what, and in my hair, and my thighs, what, and in my mouth.
1: If that's what you want, you what bruises all over there when I <laughs> ejaculate?
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, bruises. Well, that's what we'll call it. We'll call it bruises. Oh, okay. Sexy time bruises.
1: Yes, let's go back to the orgasms of the animal spirits inside of infants. It yields their impression. Contrary what is found in hypochondriacal persons. That's our adult. Yes, that's right, he used the word hypochondriacal. Or hypochondriacal. Man, could you pass me the hypochondriacals? Sure, yeah, well, gobble up some of these. Here you go. I'm num, 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 num.
2: Why are you eating paper?
1: I, I need some hypochondriacals, <clears throat> need some more fiber on my diet, you know. Anyways, when the brain is not seized till the disease hath almost acted its tragedy, in the brain not able any longer to resist such huddling in the spirits, secondly. Another species of epilepsy, and that most common of all others, is that which uses to attack infants about the time of dentation, which is commonly about the eighth or tenth month, for it is to be observed that most children do breed their teeth in one of these three ways, vis-à-vis, either by a cough, which is the best way of all, or by vomiting in looseness. In the vomit and stools are most commonly green, as in hysterical people. Oh, don't forget, what he feeds the hysterical people might have impacted the color of the stool. Silly motherfucker. Which is more dangerous, or by the epilepsy, which of all three is the most dangerous? And it is here to be noted that for the most part it happens that all the children... Of the name of the same father and mother breathe their teeth after the same mammal. What the fuck is he going on about? <laughs> He's Who talking about cheating. Oh, okay. I mean
2: it's crazy. Baby shit um, fevers They get butt rashes.
1: Nice.
2: It's it's a fucking shit show. A literal shit show.
1: Yeah, void with his big butt rash.
2: Yeah, and his big fucking teeth that just shot out of his gums. Boom. Yeah. Like jump. Yeah, that was quick. Mm-mm. <sighs> Could you imagine void getting new teeth? He's already a big baby.
1: Yeah. Let's let's go on about the teeth, huh?
2: Okay. She sound good.
1: Just oh. Not... Did he bite your nipple off? Is that why you have a piece of your nipple gone?
2: No, that was somebody else.
1: Whoa, another one. Yes. Ooh, who did your breastfeed that time?
2: That was Boyd's father.
1: Oh, that bastard. He
2: just likes to nibble on my nipples.
1: He took a piece of you with him. Yeah. That motherfuckin' God his soul. Man, he did it all. All the wrong shit you could do.
2: He was a holy man. And now he's full of holes in the ground.
1: Yes. Out his eye socket, the worm goes. Yes. So let's talk about these tooth breathing, eh? Yeah. Yeah. In one of these ways, only and not in different ways. But in those who breathe their teeth by epileptic fits, there are two times of putting forth their teeth which occasion paroxysms. It's first when the tooth opens the bone of the jaw, and then when it cuts the outward flesh, of the gingave for tis frequently to be observed that the child about the time of teething goes into fits and so tooth and no tooth appears or is just to be felt but the fits going off the child but the fits going off is well wait but the fits going off the child is well for some weeks after which come on other fits which usher in the tooth piercing the outward skin of the gingave, and cease as soon as the skin is cut. And then, in this double misery, are some children enforced to undergo for every tooth they have. God damn. You talking about teething causing epilepsy?
2: I don't think teeth cause epilepsy, but it certainly causes a lot of screaming and crying And there's no way to actually, like, soothe the baby in pain like that. Unless you give them Tylenol or Ibuprofen. And they still get diarrhea and have shit everywhere and rashes. And sometimes they're just upset for no reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. Void sounds upset sometimes for no reason. Still.
2: Yeah, it's definitely him and his new teeth coming in.
1: Yeah, and he also has rashes, too.
2: Yes, all over his butt.
1: Yeah, he showed me one day. That thing looked like he needed to have some injections.
2: I I think that he's got like a quarter-inch pink sock.
1: Maybe he needs some Dapto or Vanco Myosin.
2: Some butthole puckering. Mm, Yeah. I mean, those massive dildos shouldn't be shoved up there all the time.
1: Yeah, you see all his fissures he has? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know how I can take it so much better than he can. Maybe all the practice?
1: Yeah, maybe he's just used to the pain. Maybe he thinks no pain, no gain. Different
2: strokes for different folks?
1: Oh, yes, different strokes for different folks. You want to continue on to the book?
2: Sure.
1: As to the cure, it was wanting. In this MS, only after a blank left, follow these words. And my reason tells me, besides my experience, that this is the safest way of managing convulsion fits in children. But to put the cure upon, I knew not. How many sorts of specifical remedies. Yes, he said specifical remedies. I understand, not the ground. Nor do I find the success, such as the several parts of the animals, and amongst them the cranium of a man, which I find to be a main ingredient in many of these remedies, which pretend to be specifical in the cure of this disease. But I see not why, if there be such specific virtue in a human skull, in parentheses. There should not be enough in the patient's arm, which is so closely applied to the brain, the part affected in this disease. But there must needs be recourse to a few grains of another man's skull and the same dead. Procura epil montum perorum vide emes didi sed et filium sum. Uh, Maybe that was a spell.
2: Double Ds?
1: I think we just might have released the spirit of Thomas Seaton here. Oh, shit. Uh, So, let's talk about this. He actually had to say that using a piece of a dead man's cranium is not good for taking care of epilepsy.
2: So, giving these people a dead man's skull... Didn't help.
1: I guess not.
2: Oh, well, that, that sucks.
1: I'm gonna give me a drink. You want one?
2: Yes, I need some water. What did you find?
1: I found another section. Nothing to do with neuroscience.
2: Oh, okay, exciting.
1: No, well, I mean, everything, a uh, writing has to do with anything it is neuroscience. Not the right number of nerves you won't have writhing. So, want to know the name of the disease? Yes. Bastard Paranomy.
2: Bastard Paranomy?
1: Parapinomy?
2: Parapinomy?
1: Paranumony. Paranumony. Yeah. Huh. You got a pair of pneumonies from the bastard. Yeah, you you
2: fucking bastard.
1: Pair of new balls moaning for the bastard. Yeah.
2: So, what's this disease all about?
1: Well, I don't know. Let's read, huh? Okay. As the winter comes on, and off and oftener still as it is going off, and as spring is approaching, there comes to light every year a fever marked with numerous pernominic symptoms. It attacks by preference the stout and fat those who have reached or passed the heyday of life, and those who are over-addicted to spirituous liquors, brandy more specifically. The blood of these men becomes loaded during the winter with an accumulation of phlegonomic humors, phlegmatic humors, Whilst as spring approaches, it is excited to a new motion. Then cough takes occasion to set in and administers to these same phlegmatic humors and determines them to fall upon the lungs. Oh, yeah, that's what that is. And now, if the patient shall have lived carelessly, and if he still keep on drinking freely, the matter which has excited the cough grows gross, blocks up the passages to the lungs, and presses upon the whole mass of their blood in the shape of fever. Ah, oh, sounds like he's describing a, a sickness, like a cold or something.
2: You think that's a cold?
1: It sounds like he misinterprets what he's doing. I think it sounds like some bias.
2: That's very possible. I mean, back then, they were very stupid.
1: Well, they just didn't know much. They were ignorant.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's true. They were ignorant because the science was not as developed.
1: Maybe the drinking has something to do with it, like such as when you're overweight and you're highly inflamed. Possibly.
2: Yes, possibly.
1: You are more, you know, susceptible to fevers and... Sicknesses. Let's go to number two in this section. At the first attack, the patient is hot and cold by turns. Mm, sounds like a fever. Is giddy and complains of a shooting pain in the head.
2: He's giddy.
1: Giddy with anticipation about the shooting pain in the head.
2: Yes, because the shooting pain in the head brings nothing but giddiness to me
1: yes as often as the coughing becomes importunate, or importunate importunate yeah don't importunate yourself he vomit ups what he drinks sometimes coughing sometimes not oh this sounds like oh okay the urine is turbid and intensely red oh he's talking about Disease, like kidney disease, right?
2: Jesus Christ, yeah. Sounds like that to me.
1: The blood, the blood of what? He says the, he says the blood, the blood. <laughs> Blah, I drink the blood. <laughs> yeah, so he goes on after talking about, you know, blood in your urine.
2: Yes, blood and blood.
1: The blood, the blood of pleurisy. He pants for wind and draws his breath frequently and by jerks. Okay, he's talking about his jerking habit.
2: <laughs> he jerks off a lot.
1: Okay, yeah, I could see that. He'd get drunk, get she's, a little horny. See the
2: blood, he's like, yeah, i this out. Yeah, whoa. Robin Shug.
1: Well, I guess I, well, after reading Marquez de Sade, I have no doubt there are some people who do that. Yes. Yes. So, if he be inclined to cough, his head feels as if it would split, and so he describes the feeling. The whole chest is in pain, and the wheezing of the lungs may be heard by the bystanders as often as the sick man coughs. Since the lung is unable to dilate itself sufficiently, and its intumescences shuts up, This intercepts the circulation in the blood being, as it were, smothered. There shall be, as there often is with stout people, an absence of the signs of fever. This same absence of the signs of fever may also arise from the excess of phlegmatic matter, which must so clog the blood as to disable... It from rising to a fall. Insufficient evolution. Okie dokie. Evolution.
2: Kind of sounds like bronchitis.
1: Could be a lot of things.
2: Yeah. And pneumonia.
1: It sounds like a disease. A you...
2: Bastard what? what Maybe.
1: Is... <laughs> yeah, bastard paranormal. No, bastard paranormony. Paranormony? Peri
2: I have no fucking clue. Pepperoni.
1: Parapenomi. No, no, no,
2: Look up Google the word.
1: Parapenomi. Yeah. Parapenomi. Parapenomi. No, no, me, no, me, no. Me, no. Spirits. Here is the humor. Parapenomi. Parapenomi baloney. <laughs> <laughs> you looked the <at> paraphernalia.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, I should not. Google says it's a fucking retarded bitch.
1: That's why I took off autocorrect. P-E-R.
2: Okay, sorry, hold on. I'm really fucking blind. Yes.
1: P N N. No. P N E Your
2: P-E-R.
1: I P N.
2: I P N.
1: E-U-M. Is it mommy? Oh, yes, I got it. In the Y. Got it?
2: It's ammonia.
1: Pneumonia? It's
2: the same thing as a pneumonia.
1: Oh, just pneumonia.
2: Parapeno- pomo-
1: Parapomo- Parapomo- <laughs> parapanomi Bastard parapanomi
2: And then I click on the question mark. (laughs) It teaches English pronunciations. Thanks, you fucking stupid (laughs) motherfucker. Thank you so much.
1: I like how it's called bastard parapenomy. Pneumonia.
2: It says parapenonia is a disease of cattle and sheep.
1: Did you try searching bastard peripanomia?
2: No, I did not.
1: They want me to say perinium, or perineum.
2: It's an ammonia. It's basically the same fucking thing.
1: Okay, you want to go further?
2: Yeah, let's just let's just keep moving forward.
1: In treating this fever, I make it my business to divert. From the lungs by means of venesection, the blood which creates the suffocation and which lights up the inflammation. The lungs themselves I clear and cool with pectoral remedies, and by the help of a cooling diet I moderate the heat of the body at large. Oh, he probably gives them, you know, ice cold water. Now, what then happens? On the other hand, that this sink of phlegm is lodged in the veins, is day by day supplying fuel to the fire of inflammation, and is in consequence, appearing to indicate a frequent repetition of veinses, venous sections, whilst, on the other hand, the most careful observations that I have been able to make have taught me that such repetitions, with patients of gross habits... <laughs> And with patients who have passed the prime of life or the origin of much mischief, and when this latter fact dissuades me from bloodletting no less than the former conditions may indicate it. I say that in such cases I purge freely and make purging supplementary to the venesection, a substitute which is rightly applied in those cases that will. Not to bear our large and repeated loss of blood. Oh, okay. We, we cut them open, yes. Drain them. Drain them of the flame.
2: <laughs> That's gonna get it out.
1: Yeah, we take out the blood.
2: <laughs> I have some exciting news. What? I just sold my first crystal on my website. Oh
1: yeah, maybe let gather sell their first crystal. Yes. What crystal?
2: <laughs> it's uh, a a labradorite heart um, pendant.
1: Oh, I like those ones. Yes. They're pretty.
2: I'm gonna get the best one and give her some little presents.
1: It's like chameleon flakes, with all sorts of colors in there.
2: It's beautiful.
1: I love minerals. You want to continue? Yes. I am so happy for you.
2: Thank you, Srinagar. Oh,
1: yeah. Number four, we're going to get lucky tonight. Hence, I proceeded as follows I kept my patient to his bed, bled him as he lay in it, and forbade him to get up for two or three hours. This I insisted upon because, Will's all losses of blood, to a certain extent, shake the weaken in the frame at large. This is the method for making them most tolerable. <laughs> he, he basically shut them up by taking out blood. <laughs> he said, shut up, you all. Shut up, I'm going to cut you. Shut up, I'm going to cut you, you bastard. And then he sliced him open. Literally, bastard. You, you, you're a bastard.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's probably a special type of disease for bastards.
2: Probably just bastard children. They deserve it. Yes. Being conceived without wedlock. Yes. Bastards.
1: Bastards! How dare you get drunk and fat?
2: Wait, no. Your parents did that.
1: They got them drunk and fat.
2: <laughs> yes, and then, and then they, they got them pregnant.
1: Maybe this is because he thinks that since you're a bastard, you're going to be fat and old and get Maybe. this disease.
2: Yeah, and then you have bastard children because you're a bastard.
1: Now, the patient who lies in bed will suffer less from a 10-ounce bleeding than one who is up from a bleeding of only 6 or 7 ounces. The next morning, the following drought must be taken. Oh, extract of cassia, licorice. Fat figs, senna leaves, agaric lozenges, boiling water, strain in four ounces, dissolved in the strained liquor, manna, solutive syrup of roses, mix and make into a drought. A draft. Oh, he's like brewing some beer for him. Hey, this might be how Jägermeister was made. By this British dude,
2: Jägermeister.
1: Yeah, this very cough religious cough
2: syrup, <laughs> cough syrup alcohol.
1: Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Got some licorice, fat figs, senales, agaric, lassages.
2: That's the alcohol.
1: And alcohol, manna is probably what it is.
2: That's perfect for their bastard disease.
1: Yes. Yeah. He's already mad at them for drinking and getting fat.
2: (laughs) you're already, like, dying because you're drunk. Here's some more alcohol, you stupid piece of shit.
1: Maybe the alcohol is to keep them from having withdrawals. Possibly. Well, he gives them the other stuff inside of it. You know when you have a pill that can't be chewed for a child? Kind of put it in ice cream and you say, eat this up? Sure. Or if you're Bill Cosby and you're trying to get hooked up with a, you know... Incapacitated human.
2: Yeah, someone you just pass out. You just.
1: Break the pill up in the alcohol. Yeah,
2: and then you put it in their drink and mix it up. Don't tell them, though. They don't need to know.
1: Yeah, they're a bastard. I mean, according to Thomas here. <laughs> <Sidenham. laughs>
2: yes, it's because they're a bastard. Don't be a bastard, you guys. You'll get pills or things put in your food and drink.
1: Oh, yeah. That serves you right for being a bastard. Yeah, how
2: dare you make your parents have sex without them being married?
1: Man, you should have known better as a sperm. Or an egg. Or an You egg.
2: bastard.
1: Yeah. So, five. The next day, I bleed again. Didn't miss a day. And repeat the aforesaid purging drink. Oh, that drink is to make them purge. Oh, shit. I bet you, the Senna, yeah, that's going to make you purge out your ass.
2: <laughs> oh, shit, yep.
1: And so I bleed and purge, and purge and bleed, till the patient get well. Not get well, get well. Till the patient get well. Bastard.
2: Till they get more alcohol from the well.
1: Yeah. So, such days as I do not purge, I recommend the pectoral decoction. Sweet oil of almonds and the like. Meat and meat broths I forbid and still more yeah, that's like the opposite now everybody's like have some soup but now he's saying fuck you
2: for you forbidden to more eat forbidden, some soup
1: forbidden of the soup and still more strongly spirituous liquors in the place of which I allow the patient as his usual drink of oh, tisane of barley water oh, like beer and licorice, and if he particularly requests, a little thin small beer. What are you talking like a, like a skinny can? Did cans of beer back in the day? Yeah,
2: just a little tall one, like a tall boy, but a little one, like a oh, skinny, like a red Bull. tall one. Yeah. yeah
1: like a vodka and red ball, he can have. Yeah, he bastard. Should,
2: yeah, now that. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> Nothing else. That's about it.
1: Well, that's a terrible drink too. Yeah, I'm going to give you some depressant and a stimulant. That's good for your heart. As I pump blood out.
2: Sounds like a good time. Maybe you start hallucinating a little bit. Then he slips him some mushrooms so you're like double hallucinating.
1: Yeah, some fly agaria.
2: That sounds good. Amanita. You going to give me some of that?
1: Yeah, I just have it willy nilly all Isn't over the place. Isn't that horse
2: fly or what was the horse, the fly stuff?
1: Yes, yeah, the horse fly stuff, Spanish fly. <laughs> the
2: Spanish. <laughs> hey, I don't fucking remember. Made from I'm crushed just, up beetles. I'm just here to be funny, okay?
1: Yes, you're good at it. Don't
2: don't expect me to remember anything. Cause I'm not going to, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think you're wonderful.
2: Oh thanks sweetie.
1: At least you're not afraid to come over and record.
2: Oh I'm not afraid to do anything with you sweetie.
1: Well we will till the end of the earth. Yes. Yes. So six. By this method can we overcome that bastard paranormal, which originates in the overabundant collection of phlegm accumulated during the winter and breaking out upon the lungs a disease wherein we must purge as well as bleed. In the true paraphernalia we must not do this. The true paraphernalia is the same nature as pleurisy, except that it affects the lungs more universally. The true paraphernalia and the true pleurisy are treated alike, that is, by bloodletting, and by bloodletting in preference to cooling medicines, and to medicines of any other sort whatsoever. Oh, he just wanted to bleed people.
2: I think so. I think he just got off on making people bleed.
1: Do you think he was that kid that got picked on for having that haircut?
2: Oh, the one like the bull.
1: Yeah, because he used to call people who were for parliamentary England roundheads because they were poor and they had a poor haircutting. Yes, they I didn't have a poofy haircut.
2: Definitely, he got made fun of probably for his shoes too.
1: He got Gamewer yeah. Nikes. Yeah, he probably told. He probably was told that he had a a penis head. Thomas is in him, penis head. Yeah, they probably made rhymes about it, too.
2: Thomas is a Johnson.
1: Yeah, you said, go get <laughs> go back to the 1980s. and Yeah, You that's mean what
2: the 1880s?
1: <laughs> no, or that sh- would be like 1580s. This oh, guy 15 was in the 80s? 1600s. Oh, like Go
2: back to the 1580s, loser.
1: Yeah, you're so old.
2: With your bull haircut.
1: Yeah. Why don't you listen to some violin techno? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> some violin techno.
1: Bastard. <coughs> I think he just like to cut people. Yeah,
2: I think so too. He just like make people bleed. Yeah. It's like you guys made my heart bleed. I'm gonna make you bleed.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, now you're sick. Ha 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 I'm gonna hurt you now.
2: I'm so sexy. Yeah. Number well, seven. What? I wanna watch you bleed.
1: Mm. Nice. <laughs> Just joking. Back to topic. Number seven. These bastard parapinomi. Although it somewhat approaches a dry mm-hmm. asthma, in that it re- and that in regard to the difficulty of breathing, as well as other symptoms, it's still easily to be distinguished. The bastard parapodomia has fever, and asthma none. Yet the fever of the bastard parapodomia is far less than the fever of the true. But
2: uh, so You're asking the wrong person.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. He's basically saying... The real paraphernalia has more fever than the bastard paraphernalia, which is also similar to asthma, but has no fever, which which has no fever.
2: So the bastard one doesn't have a dad, right?
1: Yeah, I guess so. No daddy.
2: You bastard.
1: Yeah, then that must mean it has no cause let's go on to 8 now this must be carefully noticed vis-à-vis that when the patients who are struggling with the disease have been addicted to brandy and such like liquors it will be unsafe to bef- to deprive them of the same too suddenly it must be done by degrees oh, he's talking about you know weaning people off by this means there is less likelihood of abrupt change paving the way to dropsy The same applies to all diseases, thus originating. And now, as I am speaking of brandy, I make a remark, by the way. It were well if the spirit were either wholly banished or limited. Oh, he's talking about abolition. Or, Or limited. Wait. Talking about abortion? No. What's that word? Prohibition. He's talking <laughs> He's talking about prohibition. <laughs> You're
2: asking the wrong person. <laughs>
1: yeah. Should be banished or limited to the restoration, not the extinction of vital spirits. Some may go further farther. It proposed the entire abandonment of it for its internal uses. Confined it to surgical cases. Ugh. Then he's talking about you know using it as an antiseptic. Then he goes on to talk about how good it is for, you know, taking care of infections. He's like lint, lint dripped in brandy, and applied immediately after the injury to any part of the body that shall have been scalded with hot water or singed by gunpowder. How often does your skin get singed by gunpowder, Thomas?
2: All this time.
1: We'll do this, provided that as long as the pain...
2: He did a lot of hunting.
1: Yeah, he's basically talking about to help you out. But when he's talking about spirits, he's not talking about your emotional being as much as your overall mana, basically, or mana.
2: I thought he was talking about alcohol, like that kind of spirits.
1: Yeah, yeah, but... He also talked about animal spirits, which is the pneuma-numa. You know, phlegm, blood, bile, black bile.
2: Yeah, okay. Gotcha.
1: And that's it for the bastards.
2: Yeah, fuck those bastards.
1: Yeah, well, that was, what was it?
2: That was a lot for bastards.
1: Yeah, that's page 251 of his book to 253. That was pretty good. As a matter of fact, there's a biography section in the beginning of this book, which has probably more data than what we gave. But I know it has more data than most other sources online. So you can, you know, have a good time looking at it. It's a pretty book. You probably would pay for more information online. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. It's brown. It reminds me of my grandfather. It's
2: got gold leaf on there.
1: The man was a lawyer. He used to have these fancy books on his bookshelf. The Big Oak. Bookshelf, you know?
2: The gold leaf is on the pages, too.
1: Yeah, it comes with its own bookmark.
2: Oh, it's, it's really pretty.
1: Gold leaf.
2: It's got some...
1: Embroidery.
2: Rams? Are those rams? It's got some rams on here. I think
1: there's a family crest. You know, because they're like Summerfell or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like an ancient family from the UK.
2: Or it's reindeer. I don't
1: fucking know. Looks like rams to me. I don't think it'd be reindeer. Probably rams. That sounds more like that area. Reindeer sound more like Norwegian. You know.
2: It's, it's from the Classics of Medicine Library. That's the collection it's from.
1: It's a beautiful book.
2: Yes, it is.
1: So, now next week will be over korea you know the shaky man dance maybe i just like saying next episode is going to be about the shaky man just to get your hopes up to talk about it again because i like saying shaky man dance we had a shitty fucking week yeah, it wasn't that bad mm. i mean you did get a rash
2: i got the fucking covid rash
1: Yeah, it went all over the body.
2: Two negative COVID tests. Yes, not one, but two. And I did quarantine anyways, because I don't want to kill people. But...
1: And you're living with me, who has COVID, or who had COVID.
2: Yeah, positive tests, yes, yes. Fucking stupid.
1: All the same symptoms, too. And some... That I didn't have. (laughs) Yeah,
2: like the COVID rash.
1: Well, good thing I didn't, which surprises me, because usually I do break out the rashes.
2: Itchy, burny fucking red bumps all over my body. (laughs) And the big fucking patches. That
1: might be your herpes acting up again.
2: I don't think so. That was not my herpes.
1: Well, that's good. I touched you with that.
2: My herpes only bother my blue waffles.
1: Your blue waffles.
2: Yes, those. And my mouth. You well, can push, yeah, push and your in And your mouth. mouth. Yes. And
1: your in, ass and not... my ass and my genitals and my toes and your toes, too. Oh. And my armpits. Okay, we got to go. Yeah, we do. We got to get off of we, here. Uh, so, okay. it's,
2: time to, it's time to get Kay. down again. We love
1: you all. Have a happy new year. Yes. Hopefully, twenty twenty two won't be waited. Well, it'll be hey, exciting Make sure
2: you share the podcast.
1: Yeah, share it, bastards.
2: Leave us a review, please.
1: Yeah, or we'll bleed you like Thomas Cedar Can you
2: let us know when you share it too? Like, yeah, like send a message.
1: Yeah. Oh, t-shirt free. And come check free out t-shirt. my
2: TikTok on the at the Nut Gatherer All on TikTok.
1: Word. It's wonderful. Okay. We're awesome.
2: You'll get to see my face.
1: You're <laughs> awesome. I love my new box, my scarlet. She probably records really well.
2: Yeah, we're going to listen to it real qu- real oh, soon. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, as opposed to that pile I had earlier. Okay, Yet I'm drying up. Jesus. That pile I had, the P-Y-L-E, the cheap, cheap company. I think the problem with it is there's children crying when they make it, so there's a little bit of corrosion on the metal. <laughs> That's probably why it's so bad.
2: Those poor Chinese kids in those sweatshops.
1: Yeah, with their eyes taped open. <laughs> with their head tied to the ceiling so they don't fall asleep.
2: Yeah, or she <laughs> will literally die.
1: Yeah, then they have, like, like, this little dude behind them whipping them.
2: Okay, this is making me sad. Because this is probably some real yeah. shit. Yeah,
1: good thing we did the scarlet box instead of another pile. Yes. Of shit. Yes. Sir. Fuck you, pile. If anybody who works with piles, is listening.
2: I oh. spent some good money on this yeah, she, machine equipment.
1: She had to give a lot of extra Santa Claus's presents, you know.
2: Yeah, a lot of extra Johns and the Johns.
1: Yeah, she had to go up a couple extra chimney sweeps.
2: Yes, I did. I worked really hard to get that money for you, sweetie.
1: Yeah, she had to go up to a, a couple extra chimneys. I had to reset that because I said chimney sweep.
2: Oh, gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, until next week, what do we do, honey buns?
2: We will see you later. Oh,
1: yeah. Hey, Void, guess what?
2: Fuck you. Wow. Oh. I said it.
1: <laughs> oh, she must miss you a lot. She <laughs> wants to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs>
3: your brand name, only you, it's just a fermentation of your neural arch you'll well we all have convectional.